Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, I will be doing a non-spoiler review for Disney's The Lion King Remaster. For those who have followed me for some time now, probably heard me call it a remaster and not a live-action remake because it's not filmed live. It's hyper-realistic CG model, effects, and animation. Take it from me, an animator who studies this stuff, it's a remaster. But what actually saddens me for saying that is ever since I saw the first teaser trailer and donned it a remaster, I was hoping since it was directed by Jon Favreau, who directed the live-action remake of The Jungle Book, would be more than just a remaster. And I'm afraid that was not the case. Let me get the positives out of the way first. My biggest pro for me was actually Timon and Pumbaa themselves. When it came to these remakes, we're all kind of guilty of constantly comparing these new interpretations to the material we grew up with and hold in such high regard, making it harder for us to kind of accept change to something familiar. However, like what I thought with Will Smith as a genie in Guy Ritchie's remake of Aladdin, I felt they had a somewhat different approach in handling Timon and Pumbaa's personality and sense of humor. Instead of matching the witty, sarcastic remarks of the legendary Nathan Lane as Timon and the lovable, naive nature of Ernie Sabella as Pumbaa, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen bring their own take on the animal duo and approach it in a more subverting expectations, almost fourth wall breaking in a slightly less obvious way. Their dialogue almost has double meaning to it, whereas it's calling out on what the audience is expecting while at the same time, it can work within the paradise the meerkat and the warthog reside in. Understanding that, I had many laughs at almost everything they said, and thought they did a good job making themselves stand out on their own, while we still treasure the dynamic take of Nathan Lane and Ernie Sabella's original take. As for the rest of the cast, it was a mixed bag for me. Now, what I will say start out with the positives kind of shifts into the negatives, unfortunately. John Oliver, which, by the way, I take back what I was saying about no live-action elements in this movie. They didn't need to CGI John Oliver. He was perfect for Zazu. Completely uncanny. A-plus casting. Rowan Atkinson would be proud. Jokes aside, I love John Oliver, but I always felt like he was slightly underused in this movie. Zazu had a few funny moments which were left as a back-mumbling joke, and I wanted to have more of him shine through. James Earl Jones returning as Mufasa surprisingly worked well for me. When he came back to voice Darth Vader in Star Wars Rogue One, he sounded a bit long in the tooth to put it lightly. He's an esteemed actor and an icon for many, many roles. But I was worried that he might not have the same energy he had back in the 1994's The Lion King. In the remaster, however, he did, for the most part. There were some moments where he didn't sound as panicked, wrathful, or as energetic as he could have been. But honestly, it wasn't as noticeable as I feared. So I gave him a pass. He did a good job revising this role. To show me going through each cast member, I thought the talent was not as exciting as it could have been. To kind of give an example of this, for those who are fans of Beyonce and love her film roles and singing, much respect to you. I really mean that. But I've said multiple times in previous podcasts that I'm often skeptical when singers and athletes take on major film roles, whereas studios could have hired dedicated or talented actors to carry the dialogue at the fullest emotional capacity. And so Beyonce in this, I thought was a bit wooden, as I feared. I'll admit, I've not seen or heard much of her, 
The last film I heard her voice work in was Blue Sky's Epic, which I did not like her voice work in that at all. From what I can remember, it was very bland. It was very monotonous, lacked emotion. But that was many years ago. I was hoping she would improve. Sadly, it was not that much, not to my ears at least. Her singing was great. Don't get me wrong there, I guess. I'm not really the best guy to critique person singing, for I'm more of an instrumental melody of a song rather than vocal delivery. My rule is if you can't hum a song after listening to it a couple of times, it's not really worth re-listening to over and over again. But that's just my opinion and take on finding memorable songs. In terms of her, however, she just didn't have that pull that I wanted, that emotional range, that delivery that I was really hoping she could have had. Everyone else just sounded too normal to really leave an impression on me. My fear of how Scar sounded was almost exact to the point. How Scar sounded was almost exactly as I feared after seeing the teaser trailer. He was a bit ordinary and not as scheming or menacing as I would have liked. That being said, he did have some intense moments where I thought he was really good. But unfortunately, it kept reminding me of the other villain Favreau created, Idris Elba as Shere Khan in The Jungle Book, which it didn't bother me that much, but it kind of felt more of the same. But he had his moments. I just wish he stood out a little bit more for me. Getting back to the final point I kind of want to make that saddens me, that my jest in calling this a remaster may have not been a play I was letting on. For unlike Favreau's The Jungle Book, this remake did not deviate much at all from the original 1994 2D animated film. The story beats were about the same, and while I was hoping the opening sequence, which was shot by shot, parallel to the 1994 film, was the only bit to be blatantly similar, it carried over to most of the film throughout. Maybe a couple visual scenarios were changed up and some dialogue was rewritten and slightly different, but almost everything ended up in the same place as it were in the 1994's The Lion King. That was the overall feel for me, at least. Again, this is a non-spoiler review, so I'm not going to reveal the ending of the film's plot, but I will say this at the very least. While I judge films within its own merit, ignoring the source material or incarnations of its predecessors, I felt this film didn't take anywhere near the risks in changing up the story as Favreau's The Jungle Book did, or even Guy Ritchie's Aladdin, whereas that movie did technically end up to what we're familiar with, it took different paths to get there. Lion King felt too safe, too familiar to the 2D animated film. Many people, including myself, hold close to our hearts. I want to say I was disappointed in John Favreau in delivering a fresh new take on The Lion King as he did with The Jungle Book. But my gut is telling me, and I have no proof of this, that it was Disney themselves who were holding back the creative freedom Favreau could have had with this. Lion King is one of the biggest, most successful properties Disney has, as well as one of the most original, which a certain white lion could argue. Because of that, with Disney's track record in making remakes of their animated films, I feel like this is something that will not quite dampen those saying these remakes are just soulless means to make major cash banking on nostalgia, and not investing in original live-action films much these days. Perhaps Favreau was only signed on to do this film because of the technology he developed making the Jungle Book movie? 
Perhaps you didn't quite have the creative drive or the crazy idea of how to retell the story in an altering kind of way. I can only really speculate at this point. But despite some of the positives I had, and while I enjoyed the music and almost the nature documentary style the visuals were, I found that this remaster to be just okay, borderlining a little bit on disappointing. I wanted to love this movie, but it just didn't do enough to really stand out from the 2D anime version that was made 25 years ago to really keep me entertained. And for having really good CG animals, it wasn't perfect in some spots in terms of the CGI, but I would say it's probably the best looking I have seen in a long, long time. If you're a fan of the original Lion King, I think you might enjoy this and have a few good laughs, but may end up returning to the 2D film for being the most encapsulating version. The remaster is a remaster, and sadly, that's all it really is. But before I close out this review, I will call out one person I know who said the facial animation for the remastered Lion King characters look wooden and not very expressive at all compared to the 2D version. And to that, I say, yeah, no poop. It's supposed to simulate real-life lions and animals. Jowls, jaws, eyes, and all. They're not supposed to have the elastic and the elaborate expression to the more 2D stylized counterparts. Otherwise, it would just look weird as all heck. And folks would have trouble believing in this near-true-to-nature setting, you silly willy. Then again, they're all talking animals, so I guess none of this makes sense. Oh well, trash it, burn it, nuke it. No pleasing everyone. But hey, that'll do it for my non-spoiler review for John Favreau's The Lion King. I gave my opinion, now I want to hear yours. If you saw the movie, did you like it? Did you not like it? Let me know in the comment section below, share your thoughts, join the conversation. And if you made it this far and you enjoyed hearing my thoughts on the movie, please consider going to my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Sella and support me there by becoming a patron. Donate as little as a dollar a month will help go towards my podcast, my art, animation, and content made just for you. And don't forget to give this video a like if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to my channel. Ring that bell to get notified when new videos drop. The whole shebang. You know what to do. This is Matthew Sella saying thank you all for tuning in. Thank you.